Masigo and Don Tolliver. I've never heard of Don Tolliver. Really? Don Tolliver is, is like, no, no, no. He's been around like a little bit of underground rapper. I mean, is he underground? He has his little things, but yeah, more underground. Okay. I like that. That's definitely a nice different vibe. You know, our last few. It reminds me of like those college summer bops that we used uh-huh. to like Just when we used to listen it. to SoundCloud all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what it, it reminds me of, that era. That's nice. Well, hello, hello, everybody. How you guys doing? My name is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Culture. How you doing today, Dami? Man, it's been a long week, man. It's just so much. Right, it does feel like it's been a long week. It's just been... It doesn't feel like Friday to me for some reason. It's It's exhausting these days man just being a lady boss being a woman in women's history month okay it's a lot yeah you know now that we have a two-year-old a podcast i'm like who's a two-year-old i'm like what <laughs> don't do that don't do i'm like your nephew's in town or something Talk about two-year-olds them too right they're coming in town right <laughs> yeah but yeah we do have a two-year-old so you know you know, things get a little bit, you know, busier You know, with stuff. the toddler, it gets a little bit more bouncy. Yeah, a lot more responsibilities and running around. So, All yeah. That. But anyway, Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot, hot topics. So, you're starting first. What's going on today? All right, you guys. Um, So, let's start with some white terrorism. <laughs> um, So, yeah, guys. Unfortunately, there was a report of a man who was found standing outside Vice President um, Madam Kamala Harris's home um, with a rifle gun basically ready to shoot her. The man's name... Oh my goodness, where did this go? Um, Paul Murray of San Antonio. Yes, Paul Murray of San Antonio. 31-year-old. Which is crazy to me. It's just like, damn, y'all just be having guns and go places? Mind you, they said they found a rifle, a large amount of ammunition, and several gun clips in his car. And he was parked um, a few miles away from the Washington Convention Center. And it's like, like, she literally just started. Like, it's been, what, two, three months in? It hasn't even hit their first hundred days yet. No, and y'all are ready to just, just end it, huh? It's just really crazy to me. And he had 113 rounds of unregistered ammunition, five 30-round magazines. Um, and it's just like, he was really ready to light her house up. And the thing is, like, 
people really do wake up and be like, you know what? I am going to go. Like, you know. I'm about this life today. This is really what I'm going to do. And it's like, it's the whole vice president too. That's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? It's literally the whole vice president who obviously has a lot of security and all that. So you literally woke up and, you know, today Trolls is the violence. day that I'm going to possibly do this and see if I'm going to be successful. People really be waking up and choose violence. And we say it really jokingly. No, like real ass but violence. But no, dead ass, like they're choosing violence. Like it makes it, no sense. It still sense. blows my mind. It really does still blows my mind that this is still happening. It's just going to keep on happening. Um, and it's like, what is it that one can do? To prevent and stop all of this. Is there anything that one can ever do? I mean, I think that they have to acknowledge that white terrorism exists. Yeah. So that's number one. that We got to acknowledge that white terrorism exists. Yep. That's pretty much what it is. It's sad. It's it's ridiculous. But I'm just glad that, you know, they caught him. And, you know, and it wasn't like he ended up shooting up a place or anyone in the house or her or anything like that. But what I don't like is how unserious they keep taking these things. Very because it's like, gee, that shit should have been global. Like, that should have been this front shit, page news. It's not even real national news. Yeah, TV. like, I, really like not. I seen it on a blog or, you know, like, damn, like, that's crazy. There was an assassination attempt. On the vice president, and nobody's talking is. about it. That's literally what it is, assassination attempt. And this has, like, become too much of a pattern for me. Like, the Capitol riots, oh, whatever. You know, it's just too much. And all by who? White people. White terrorists. Damn. Damn, that's the wrong one. What you trying <laughs> to put? <laughs> First of all, stop. the soundboard <laughs> does whatever it wants. You uh, It don't stop. It keep going. Anyway, uh, we're going to get that. So let's just go into some juicy news so just for a minute. So our girl, I, I don't know why I never know how to say her name very well. Saweetie. I said Saweetie. Right, Saweetie, I said it right this time. And Quavo, reportedly, they have broken up. So she, she made some tweets saying, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Um, presence don't bend any scars. And love is real when the intimacy is given to another woman. Hmm. I've emotionally checked out a long time ago and I've walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom. Excited for the new chapter of Elevation. Hmm. I'm single again. Look, she sent his ass back to the streets. Literally, figuratively, metaphorically, back to the streets. They were just becoming the hot, the hot, you know, the hot young couple of the scene. Didn't I say it like two months ago? I said this is the year for Quavo and and Diamante. Either they going. Who does Diamante? That's Saweetie. Oh, it's Diamante. That's it's man. not Diamond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you know for for Quavo and Didi. I said I said either they was gonna get married. You did. Or they was not. I think that's it for almost two years, huh? I think I'm almost, almost two years. What? Their relationship? Yeah. No, it's been like three years. It's three yeah, years. it's been a minute. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. They tried. So what do you what do you think happened? I mean, you know, he also she cheated. Said she said he cheated. Like, she said it ain't intimate if you sharing it with other people. Facts. She and said, ain't no presents you could buy me. Birkin bag. See, people that shouting, Birkin pussy. I got Birkin pussy. Okay. So now, well, Birkin pussy is not, apparently it's not enough. It didn't save you. It did. It's you see. It's not enough. No matter how rich, expensive, what are you want you you know, high maintenance you are, that Birkin pussy. I don't know men who just whether it's Quavo whether it's Coach pussy. Quavo's an asshole. What because why did he say, "I had love for you"? First of all, nigga, say I loved you. What do you mean I had love for you? Mm-hmm. I don't men say that. And 
you disappointed me when you did all of that. I think he's referring to what she posted on social media. Oh, I'm sorry. I read it wrong. He said, I had love for you and disappointed you did. Oh, yeah, and disappointed that you did all that. Yeah, he's talking about her speaking out. Uh You are not the woman I thought you were. He probably thought she handled it. Hush, hush. I wish you nothing but the best. Then she said, take Take care. care. (laughs) I like the way she handled it. I like the way she handled it. I really do like the way she handled it. I do also hope that this does not become a back and forth thing. I it's think already a back and forth I, thing. I hope it literally just ends there. Like, take care, peace, out, I'm done. I wish you well. I hope Sweetie don't disappoint us and take him back too soon. Because it's like, I'm not going to say you can't get back with him, but I'm going to say don't do it in two weeks. Or don't I'm don't do Cardi B style. That's why I'm laughing, like, Cardi and Offset in the corner, like, um... Okay. And then it's like, you know, this is why... Sometimes you know, let let the air let things breathe a little bit before you post on social media because obviously it seems super fresh. What this breakup? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like it's obviously super fresh. Like well, she says she's been emotionally she checked may have been out. Checked out, but the the relationship may have recently officially ended. ended you yeah. know what I mean? So it's just like let things you know kind of like air a little bit because as you said, what if they do end up getting back together? You know what I mean? Like I don't know, maybe they because you know I ain't gonna hold you. I was watching the um. That Justin LaBoy, even though I hate that show, it came up on YouTube. I was doing my hair. So anyway, the the one with Sweetie came mm-hmm. up. And I was watching it like, you know, Sweetie not talking like she's with Quavo. Because like mm. usually, yeah, because like, first of all, Justin old thirsty ass, not the Justin LaBoy, Justin Combs, was very, it, it to me was like, you're too thirsty about the fact that this is your ex-girlfriend. And like. Oh, really? Yeah, he kept like insinuating. And then he was drunk, obviously. It just was very distasteful. I mean, because she a hot babe now, so. Yeah, you know, but she, you know, she been hot, but I guess now she has her own fame. Yeah. And you could just tell that like, she, she wasn't like degrading herself, but I felt like Sweetie that, you know, and in, in, that I've seen in other interviews would have took more moments to be like, yeah, Quavo, uh-uh, we don't do... Like, you know, she, right. she usually, like, mentions him or, like, alludes to him in So the some vibe way. was completely different this time. It was very much like, I'm just speaking about on myself as a, you know, like, she was talking as a singular unit, which yeah. I thought, like, oh, maybe she's just trying to not associate. Right, right, but right. But not this, now it all It's over. Sense. You know, and, you know, they probably have had, you know, on and offs, too. Because, you know, with, with her saying... Gifts, presents are not band-aids. So obviously he has done things in the past mm. and try to pacify Maybe her. a Christmas present was a pacifier. Okay. Yeah. You know, Valentine's Day, all these things, you know, when they be showing all these thousands of roses <laughs> and stuff. It's like we don't know what's happening underneath. You sure don't. You don't all the social media is just faking his diary. So you we see how offset we buy him cars, million dollar cars, but we know at the end of the day what is behind it. What's the reason? This all these Birkins. All these big diamonds. I mean, not to say that, you know, one should not genuinely give your partner a gift, an expensive gift. But, but a lot of these times, you do see it's a trend. You see that there's something behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's something behind it. For me, it's kind of like, I also think that there is something to begin to be said about how rich, powerful men really have struggled with fidelity. Of course. Because that, like, that's of it's course. like really an issue, like... Quavo, stupid ass, was just talking about Sweetie taught me how to love. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, like, he was really laying it on thick. And we're going to say, you know, for what reason? I mean, I don't know their real relationship, but I'm just trying to figure out, like, why would you step out on Sweetie? If not for the fact that you just had the option. Girl, broke poor men 
okay? They cheat. Ugly, ugly men cheat. It's so sad. Ugly like. men be having five, six, eight baby mamas that work at McDonald's. You see? right. Okay. McDonald's be jumping so with the drama. now you saying a man who has all the money, he has more access. Like, you know, you know, maybe bro- broke men, they may have to put a little bit more effort. You know, you know, sweet talk a babe more, whatever, be more sneaky. But it's like, he rich. Maybe because I'm thinking about like in the sense of like 95% of men, if they ever got sweetie, would not fumble a bag. What? You said 95% of men? Yeah. Like that I, is so incorrect. Why would you assume that? I feel like 95% of guys, like regular guys that we know, if they was dating sweetie, they would like, they would be all on it. Like, ah, I love sweetie. I'm not like, they would not. They would be like that. But after a few, after a few months, as I said, G, Birkin pussy, that, that don't mean shit. This man, they want b- pussies, pussy. Whether it's McDonald's pussy, okay. Whether it's mm. Dollar Tree pussy, whether it's Gucci or Coach or whatever it is, your 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 bracket is pussy. Pussy's pussy to them, and they they Damn. want plethora of it. You know what I mean? So it's not even about Damn. oh, Jazinka. Did he cheat to, on Beyonce? That's what I'm saying. The whole Beyonce. That's why I was like, damn, I don't Girl. understand these like rich men because it's like, what more do you want? What more do you need? Like, them even like, being rich gives them more. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like because it's like when when I hear what men identify as what they need from a woman, right? It's like beauty. Right. Their own bag, right, right. kitty car, independent, whatever bullshit they be coming up with, freaky or you know yeah. they little list. Yeah. And I feel like these women embody they, that. Right. They're literally the standard. We have a Beyonce, we have a Saweetie, you know. Some may say Cardi B. Right. So damn, it's like. But I think it really does boil down to you know when men do say that it literally, it literally is just sex and just for their ego, and <laughs> it literally does not have to you know consist of any other thing. It's like, oh, you know. I got the money, I got the power, I need something to boost my ego, you know what I mean? Maybe I'm not, you know, obviously when they're with this rich, beautiful, strong, talented woman, it's not always going to be perfect. And even if it's a perfect relationship, they see a nice pussy walking down the street, a young pussy, a light-skinned, dark-skinned, thick, short, whatever. I want a taste of that, I'm going to get a taste of that. Because then it's like, I feel like if we just keep saying ego, like, damn nigga, how much ego you need? Because I feel like... You, you had to go all the way to having sex. Like, it wasn't enough ego for, for y'all to flirt. It wasn't enough ego for y'all to have a little rhythm. It wasn't enough ego for y'all to even kiss. They gotta and bust t- that you nut, really bitch. gotta go all the way. To complete the cycle of that egoness. Yes. They have to bust the nuts. Then Quavo time out. You're not the woman I thought you were. See, let's even talk about how men, the gas, the type of gaslighting that men do be Ooh. so visceral and annoying because like mm-hmm. how dare you tell me what was I what was I the type of woman that you thought I was a weak bitch exactly like that's what I'm hearing that's what I'm understanding that you thought I was the type to get degraded or hurt and let everybody in the social media talk about oh so so weedie is for was was flirting too much with Quavo with um her ex on that damn show as to why Quavo broke up with her and you thought she was just gonna let that fly Knowing damn well you were the cheater? Yep. Nah, it couldn't have been me either. How dare you? And she said it's so deep, too. Like, when intimacy is shared with another woman. <laughs> Trying to act like she lost her virginity to Quavo. Yeah, you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, because no, to true. us women, it's obviously deeper. You know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, f- I fully accept it. When men said that, you know, sometimes when they cheat, it literally just is about the physical. You know, it's just, I'm attracted to you. You look good. And I want it at the moment. And I was given, you know... The girl gave it to me, and boom, that's it. And I'm and they probably don't even think about the girl 
ever again that they cheated with. I mean, it's bogus as hell, you know, but it's it's, it's quite sad, you know, and a lot of times, especially when men are wealthy, it has to take a real disciplined man, you know, who's really willing to change. I mean, we just talked about this the other day with that show. Um, Love and Marriage. Love and Marriage. You know, this uh, Martel and Melody, they have everything together. They're yeah. millionaires, a business girl. They've been doing this together since college. They've been yeah. together since the age of 21. So now it's like, and then now he has a child on, on the way, right? With the affair. And it's like, even now with his business deals, they can't even move forward with it because it's intertwined with the wife. And so it's, it's just, like, you didn't even think about all these things. It's just so, even that situation is just so sad because it's like, even with her, you know, knowing about the affair. Yeah. And it was like, it, it, I, I just feel like as women, we are in such fucked up vulnerable situations yeah. where it's like I, I almost have to ignore a, a hard standard I want to have to be able to function in a relationship for real because it's like even for Melody to be like yeah I know he had a, he had a side bitch and they were together for five years or whatever but my hard limit was I didn't think you'd actually have a baby with her like it's hard. It's hard because she's, it's like, she's actually encountered and had a conversation with this yeah. girl. So it definitely is hard. As you said, it's like you do have to lower your standard. You know, you know that deal breaker, it has to maybe not really be a deal breaker to yeah. an extent. You kind of have to have different levels of it before it really becomes exactly. a super Exactly. Like, I'm sure it's not the first time Quavo cheated on Sweetie. You know Obviously. what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's so, I don't think men even understand, like, that they don't understand the like, gee, you don't understand what I'm giving up, allowing yeah. you to do that to me because I'm taking away from myself, I'm taking away from my value, from my self respect, from my morals, and you know, and stuff things that I believe to not be right and not be good. I'm just accepting it because of you, because of love or whatever, or just to be a down ass woman. But obviously, we all know if it was the other way around, oh, I'll be at home, it would be a loud shouting. Yes, you can't trust bitches, <laughs> bitches are this and that. These hoes are shy, exactly. Like, what women are gold diggers, like you know. So, men, they just cannot take what they give us, women, they just really cannot. I wish hell. them well, I, I wish her well. <laughs> I wish her No, well. you know, Sweetie is that girl. So, she is. She's I mean, I don't think that it will be a problem for her to bounce back. But you know what? In the in the, her little episode thing that she did, she did say something that I would urge her to reconsider. She said that um, she's always in a relationship, which she strikes me as that type of girl, that oh, yeah. boyfriend after boyfriend uh-huh. after boyfriend. I would urge her to, 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 to stay single for yeah, a, little bit. a little bit. I think a lot of women underestimate that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, like, it sucks for a second. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it gives you a different power. Oh, yeah, definitely. It does give you a different power. Definitely. But, yeah, let's switch. Let's, you know, speaking of music and things that happened, the Grammys happened. Yeah. Um, I used to believe in, like, the Grammy weekend curse. Maybe because it wasn't in February. It was broken. Mm. But, yes, the, the Grammys happened, and they, they tried to do it social distancing, um, a lot of virtual performances. It was it was cool. They did the best they could. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of wins and historic moments, yes. right? So we got um, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce basically owned the Grammys, right? They sure did. But um, Beyonce winning Best R&B Performance for Black Parade. Um, she also makes history as the first female to win. Um, I'm sorry. She also makes history as the most decorated artist. Grammy artist, yeah. male or female. Exactly. Ever. At first I thought it was female, but they're like, no, just artists just in artists. general. And then they also made history as um, being the first females to win Best Rap Performance, even though I have my thoughts about that. 
Um, you know, they won for best rap song for Savage. I still have my thoughts about that. <laughs> um, you know, and Blue Ivy won. She is now the second youngest Grammy winner for Who's Brown Skin Girl. I'm assuming Michael Jackson. Huh. I, huh. I I am assuming that because I'm trying to think of who else was young, yeah. you know, making yeah. hits. But as I said, she too, she has her gold sipping cup too, like her mama and her daddy. Mm-hmm. That that's that's definitely beautiful. It's, it's a it's, beautiful flex. And then we just listen to Beyonce's speech, like you know, she's been doing this since she was a kid. You yeah, know, literally working, and it just it just shows you know the power of just not giving up, you know, on your talent to just keep striving and keep working. Doing this since the age of what eight, seven, eight, nine, you know, from pageants to to performance shows and award shows, this and that with Destiny's Child, and just to see where she is. And at this very moment, she's the like the most decorated artist. Yeah, you know, like that is that is a major. I'm super major. happy for Beyonce. I think she got, you know, finally got some acknowledgement she deserves. What I hate about the Grammys though is that they never do shit when it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it. That's what almost invalidates things for people. Because if we're being honest, yeah, Beyonce deserves the title of being the most Grammy decorated. It shouldn't have been for this shit this year though. Like she she should have crossed this threshold when she dropped Lemonade because okay, for yes, all yes, the yes, things yes. that she was nominated for in the Lemonade year yeah. she deserved you get what I'm saying yeah I'm sorry but Black Parade what up in the category it wasn't it wasn't that let's talk about the best rap performance because you said that you have your thought about those yeah so the nominees for that category is Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle yes. Deep Reverence the Baby Bop Jack Harlow What's Poppin' Lil Baby The Bigger Picture. Yeah. Who do you think should have won? Um, I would have gave it to Deep Reverence or um, Lil Baby. Bop, bop. Bop. That, um, damn, you know that song, too. That shit was popular, too. We were some bitches and bopping it. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So you don't think... I mean, yeah, Savage wasn't... I, again, Savage, I would I say, consider that shit a rap performance like I, that. I really wouldn't, that but I was, guess, you know what I'll say? Thank you, TikTok. TikTok really helped Savage. I mean, yeah, but it shouldn't have skyrocketed for Grammy Award. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe you can be like, oh, Billboard Hot 100 or yeah. whatever. But I didn't expect the Grammys to, you know, even... It, I, I think that they kind of overdid it on Meg's awards. All them awards, she ain't, she ain't deserve all them awards. What else did she win? Um, best New Artist. You don't think she deserved the Best New Artist? Um, No, I'm just reading what she wants. She wants some other shit, too. Um, Best New Artist. I, you know, I could okay. I could give it to her because the nominees. But I would have given it to Doja. I could Doja is get- Chica, Noah Cyrus. Come on now, D Smoke. Oh, D Smoke and Katranada. I don't Katranada. She's a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another thing the Grammys got to stop doing. When do y'all be deciding people are new? Because a lot that's, of these people been out like Over two, three years. Yeah, like when do y'all decide these people are new? Maybe when they like really hit the charts. Or is it like their first, like they dropped their first actual album, studio album that year? Or like what defines it as new? Yeah, because I don't feel Megan is new anymore. Yeah, right? no, Megan not new. Doja not new. Chica not new. Like they are not new. Yeah, I, you know, I can even still see Chica. Because you I can know, give it to Chica. Because yeah. now she's she just getting the out, freshman class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And mainstream a little bit, yeah. you know. Um, that's a good question. When do they hit new? Okay, let's even talk about the Grammys in general. So, you know, I would like to first of all say make the sound look better compared to our other awards look. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could see the difference between that stylist she had. EJ. EJ. I don't know who the stylist she has now, but she looked way much better. I'll say it was, it was a classier touch. But, boy, baby, that's lit. 
was a little high, and obviously she wasn't wearing panties. And I saw a picture of where it's like, am I seeing a coochie lip right here? You're seeing coochie lip. Was it coochie lip? Was it in a thigh? I'm being was real. it a butt cheek? Which one? It, it was just the it, dress was clean, but it wasn't it wasn't great for me. Yeah, what did it you was, like about the dress? I, I, I thought, like the look. I, I just thought, it I thought like better. It, it wasn't. Um, it didn't have a a, a fitted fit look look of elegance for me. Like okay. if you're gonna go with something so plain. It needs to fit your body for amazingly. Me, for me, it gives, gives that like freshman first, like your first Grammy Award look. It gives junior prom to Yeah, me. like, you know, like, you know, artists when they're first going to the major awards. Yeah. It's like they tend to wear things like that. Like prom dresses. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, if it was going to be this, um, you know, this strapless, this silhouette, I think I would have liked the body because it looks very wrinkly for me. It looks. It gives a ruched look, and I wanted to. I, I would have liked it to be a little bit more you like sleep? a better silhouette. Okay. I didn't like the silhouette it created. Yeah, and uh. that slit was in. A, it just was like it, that was what you wanted to use to add to the dress, but it did not for me. Yeah, yeah, because That's true. yeah, it just was. It just looked like you just trying to stick your leg out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Real quick, I want to talk about um the other category. So best R and B album. Um. The winner is John Legend. John John Legend, he be doing his stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, for Bigger Love. Um, Luke James was actually a nominee. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Best R&B song, Better Than I Imagined, Robert Glasper. I don't think I know that song. Um, But Chloe and Halle, they're nominated, which is nice. Skip Marley and her, they're nominated. They were snubbed, I feel. Oh yeah, Chloe and Halle should have at least caught one. They should have caught one. Something, yes. One award, you Best know, like traditional R and B performance. Ladissi, Ladissi definitely is that traditional R and B. Definitely, I don't listen to her that often anymore as I used to, mm-hmm. but she definitely is traditional R and B, and she won that. And Chloe and Halle, they were definitely that category mm-hmm. as well. <sighs> Best progressive R and B. Wow, I didn't know there's best progress. What does that even mean? Best progressive R and B album. Um, Thundercat won for It Is What It Is. I don't know who Thundercat is. He looks like a Thundercat, though. I'm familiar with the name. Um, But also, Chloe and Halle, they were also in that category Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So maybe next year will be their time. I wonder how Chloe Halle felt seeing Beyonce with Megan. Like, because, like, they were at the Grammys. Well, Chloe was. Uh It was like, damn. You know, it just looked like I'm your artist, too. I wonder, I mean, I would have just looked like, bitch. Yeah. I get that y'all winning, but I'm like your actual artist. Do you take a picture with me? I beg his levels, Daddy. Those, what do you those, mean? Those are aunties now. What do you mean? Make the silence older than I had. What do you mean? Yeah, they the same age. They like not like two, three years apart. Damn. I'm saying that why should why like I'm your actual artist, G? But and they don't this, have a song together. That don't mean she ain't performing shit with her. They're her like these are. Your so what's artists. your point? What are you saying? I'm saying why she ain't take no picture with Chloe Halley and say Grammys. Oh, like why we take no picture. While we was just seeing, I was like, if I would have felt some way, if all I'm seeing is Beyonce and Megan, Beyonce okay. and Megan, and this this my first Grammy too, nigga. Like <laughs> I'm your artist. What you mean? Well, anyway, so let's talk about the Grammy performance. Wop wop wop. Wop wop wop. I was saying WAP, but it works. Got it. (laughs) So, guys, Cardi and Megan have been catching a lot of backlash for the performance of WAP. Mm -hmm. Actually, they're kind of their whole set because I think it like went from like Megan to Cardi to just Cardi. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I 
want Megan to sell other some other things than sex. And I and I think and I want Cardi to sell other things than sex too. Because you know, it's there's innuendo. Mm-hmm. There's sensuality. And then there's like just sex. And I think that they um they haven't tapped into like sensual and innuendo enough for mm-hmm. me. Or they don't know when to switch it. Because I felt like that performance was extremely inappropriate to be on just like a like a national award like show. Like regular TV. That was know? a lot for a national it, it, award show. It definitely show. was. It's like from them humping each other. Yeah, to stripper poles. Yeah, it was it was, it was a legit hump, you well, know, and switch around, hump, whatever. And at this point, you can't say, well, that's just choreography and that's art. You know, you know this is not a midnight award show. It's this not is even not a Pornhub show like, awards. Yeah. This is not MTV, whatever. Yeah. I think it definitely, because, you know, the Grammys, families watch that. You know the, what I mean? The Grammys is way more, yeah, it's just way it's, more neutral. You know, I, I think it's. I think that was just, it was just a little bit too heavy. And simply for the Grammys, the last few years, they even blew, um, did she go to the Grammys too? Kids, oh. you know, artists take their kids to the Grammys yeah. too. So it's like, imagine if, you know, kids were there. Imagine if it wasn't COVID, it was regular Grammys and families, kids, everyone said it was like, it, really? That is, that was I a just, lot. It was, it a was lot. too much. It you was know? a lot. I think the song is suggestive enough. Yeah. The song is suggestive. And that's what I mean, like, there's a way to play with innuendo. There's a way to play with the, like, the idea of the sexuality without blatant sexuality. It, I, it, we, and, we didn't have to see y'all bum coochies yeah on and the thing's like it's so constant i think that's the thing and you know obviously it was on the news people talked about it and you know cardi because you know i see some of her tweets and she's like yeah we made it to the news we're making people mad and honestly that's not the point i don't think that's what this is not one of those where like oh you're making a difference this is a movement and you know this is for women's right and this is for like oh my god no 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 no, no. let's let's call it split space yeah. when something is wrong it's super it's vulgar wrong, it's not G. done in the right place right time let's say what it is you know because you know i get the argument of when people say that oh cardi b you know um you're a role model. And I get it when she says, well, I'm not trying to be a role model. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you should switch off your music. If, if my song is on, switch it off so your kids don't listen to it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But to put something like that on the Grammys, come on now, that's not the right platform. That's because in hip-hop culture and rap culture, we we like to act like something is wrong with elevating yourself and your class and mm-hmm. your taste. Because what I see now is like Instagram Cardi. Yeah, it's like you know that Cardi that was in her, her house in the Bronx and whatever, and like you know, hoes don't get cold. That that Cardi, yeah, and it's like, but you're not that Cardi. Like, yeah, you're still that Cardi, but you're not. Yeah. You have way more influence. You got way more money. You've seen more, and you know more. And for you to still do that, you get what I'm saying. And for you to bring Meg into that, because even if Meg still knew and she kind of you know her brand is sex for right now, yeah, you Cardi are a little bit bigger, and you know that, and. I just feel like, you know, you, you at some point, the argument can be, watch, monitor what your kids are watching. That was That's a national, t- that was a national PG-14 or whatever. Well, on CBS, ABC yeah. or what? You know, like. The same network that banned Janet Jackson for a nip slip. And that really came, to that. that's the first thing that really came to my mind when all right. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then Meg the Stallion, you know, now, you know, we see her Instagram. At first, she's like, okay, sexy girl, whatever. But it's just. You know, Rihanna, she had a moment where she was super risque. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj did this shit too. You know, when she got her whole body done, whatever. 
you know, even Beyonce has her moments. You know, we see Lil' Kim, but it's just like, I feel like there's some creativity to it. You know, there are different looks. You know, even when they do their magazine covers and it's risque, they're damn near naked. But you you, you definitely do see, it, it's, I, I don't want to just There's a say way it. to make your body art in it. Like, no, Megan got to stop acting like she don't know she posing like it's King Magazine, G. And it be the, the same truth. poses, G. The same jiggle yeah, of the butt. tell the truth. The, the outfits same bikini. are king. Like, bitch, the wear the bikini. bikini. Like, tell the truth. Like, let's actually see. Stop pretending like it's some old. Let your body be, bitch. At the end of the day, you naked as fuck on the internet, and that's just what it is at this point. Every day, and it, and it's and it's every day, every video, every show, every promotion, every marketing tool same ass is look. your ass, and you should look. be uncomfortable with that. And as much as you wanted to cry last summer, protect the black woman. You got to also understand that as a black woman in media, for you to only use your sexuality as your marketing tool is actually anti-progressive of black women in media. That's true, because that's the only thing she really uses. That that really is the main thing she uses. Like, it really is. When Megan first came out, we knew about her being in school. We knew about her health management. Yeah. She was trying to clean up the beach with the hotties and shit. Mm-hmm. We knew a lot of stuff about her. And now, every time we see her, it is ass and titties. It really is. It, it really is. I don't know. I'm not I'm not impressed at all. I don't like it. And it's the same bikini too. Like, come on now. Yeah, wear some savage fancy or something. That little cowgirl, cowgirl photo shoot I'm, she just released. Gee, she, do you know how many times she's done that? Do you know how many times she has done that? It's I like, am fed up. I'm tired. Like, what are we selling at this point? Like, I don't even need to see Meg's face. If I see the ass, I know it's hers. At this point. <laughs> I'm tired, but... <sighs> she needs help. She needs maybe Beyonce needs to talk to her. Maybe that's what it is. Beyonce don't talk to people. Low key, she probably like you know. Well, she's young. Let her she go gonna hug her, and then if it get too hot, she gonna move away. <laughs> okay, so next on the list. So basically, um, Kirk Franklin's son he put his father Kirk, uh, Kirk Franklin on blast for letting on blast for cursing him out. Um, so he posted a recording. You have to record in. Yes, I do. So play. Okay. If you think I'm racist, I'm gonna say it like this. When your bitch ass starts disrespecting, then get your skinny motherfucking ass back out the goddamn way before I put my foot in your ass. Because I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Shut the fuck up. I'm old. I did it. So people, you know, basically the headline is like, you know, the plies came out of Kirk Franklin because, you know, he looks like plies and stuff and that he shouldn't have. And then the son was like, you know, how this is not how a father should ever talk to the son. This is abuse. This is emotional abuse, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, first of all, this is a 33 year old. I didn't even know the son was this old. A grown ass man. And even just listening to the video saying, I dare you. You know, basically, you are disrespecting him. You know, and I'll, he said, "I did it." He said, "Don't you ever disrespect me?" He said, "I did it." Exactly, exactly. So, so and I understand, like you know, in Black culture, we have our own language when we discipline our yeah. kids and stuff. Um, but I honestly, I'm not against what Kirk Franklin did. Quite frankly, um, and then Kirk, you know, from Kirk Franklin, he did apologize. Yeah, he apologized to the people. But to the people, like I'm sorry, you know, blah blah blah. I don't think he had to apologize at all. I think, um, but he did mention that they've always had a 
a difficult relationship mm-hmm. for a while now. So obviously this is not something that just happened out of the blue. This is not some type of abuse. It's like it's always been an issue that they've had. Mm. And I feel like he just got to a point where he was fed up and tired. Because you could just, you could hear it, G. My you man, could just yeah, hear it that he that, was just done with this boy. Yeah, once you get to a certain age, I'm talking to you like you're an adult. Because first yep. of all, if you're an adult talking to me like that and we just, you know, I'm 20, however I am. And like a 20-year-old or a 15-year-old talking to me like that, I would be like, look... Exactly. You you gonna calm down. Okay. So I can't imagine it being my actual child. 33. 33. You wanna be all grown and bad. And you telling me this, boy, I will slap the shit out of you. Don't ever think that because you that old that I'm not as old as I am. Because I'm still your parents. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. I think people just need to learn to mind their business. And, you know, his sister actually did make a post, and mm-hmm. she said she's on her dad's side, you know. Yeah. So, which I did like. So, it's not like, okay, well, maybe is he a bad dad? And I think another thing about it was the fact that, you know, he is a gospel artist. So, you know, people who are gospel artists or, you know, religious ministers, leaders, they're put on a different pedestal. It's like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be prim and proper and pious and what you say the f word oh mm-hmm. my god you're not supposed to do that but you're human beings too yeah i think you that, know, you know it, it just kind of all goes into the way that um religion and you know particularly christianity is kind of like held with certain people and how mm-hmm. like certain people become these demigods within the religion yeah like you know just because he's the pastor he's supposed to be extra close to god and extra sanctified and it's yeah. like they're people they're human beings they're, human they're not gonna beings. be perfect like, they're gonna like he ain't even a pastor you know, he a gospel He a gospel. Like, and I don't know why people acting so surprised. Like, Kirk just came out of sex rehab. Like, at this point, we know he's yeah, flawed. Yeah, he just came out. It was a man ago. I mean, but we came. know he's flawed. <laughs> right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right, we right, know right. that. He did have that, a sex addiction. He was yeah, addicted to porn. Like, Kirk is, Kirk about that life. We and know. He, he has been one of those artists that has always kept it real. You know what I mean? To be like, yeah, I'm a gospel singer, but... This is who I am, you know, like I am a gospel singer, I'm a child of God, I am also this and that, you know, I am not this perfect man. And even with his music, his style of music, you hear it in there, you know, he incorporates, um, you know, rap, hip hop and, you know, other music. Yeah, like you could tell that he listens to secular music. Exactly, secular music, you know, um, so... I'm not against it. Discipline your child, honey, because he did too much. I just can't imagine if my child went in on me like that, like, what? Let me slap up on slap. Look, my mom, I couldn't even erase my voice. Yeah, we couldn't even get that the, far. Even just the fear, the thought of it. <laughs> Talking about some recording and posting it. Mm-mm. It's like you posting it, what was your point? And I'm glad people were going in on the sun because they were like, that was a bitch-ass move. You're a 33-year-old man and your father's cursing you and you're posting on social media. What are, what are people supposed to do? Call child support on, uh, exactly. on you. He wanted us to cancel Kirk Franklin. That's what he did. I, I said, right boy, right. we still from the stomp. Okay. What you mean? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not happening. We sure. Mm-mm. But you know what? Kirk Franklin isn't the only one catching a little heat on social media. Mm. Lil Mama actually got into a little bit of trauma. I feel like Lil Mama just come out. Every time she come out, she get in trouble. She be trying to be quiet, but then every time you hear her, it's like Do some she stupid shit. she be trying to be quiet, though? I feel like she minds her business. Like, she don't say shit. She don't really be outside. I don't see her post a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, every time you hear her, though, little mama say one little thing. When she come outside, it be like, you look like Bow Wow. You ugly. Why you wearing them ugly ass shoes? You remember when she came outside and was singing New York? Like, she gets hella everything. Yeah. But this time, um, you know, she is getting accused of being trans 
phobic. So essentially, um, Lil Mama was on a, a live with Riza Islam. And if anybody knows who Riza Islam is, you should already know where this is going. <laughs> um, you know, Riza Islam is Riza, and he kind of has those, I don't want to say hotep, but maybe um, advanced black thinking posts. And <laughs> that's what it is, though. Um, so, so yeah. It's hotep equivalent to advanced black thinking? I think that that's how they see themselves. As advanced black thinkers. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm going to let him have this in this space. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to play some of the things that she said. And I want you guys to kind of, like, decipher. Is this transphobic? Now, when it comes to lesbian or choose to change their sexuality with the mind frame of an adult and you're able to do that on your own, I don't have anything against you. I have gay family members. I have lesbian family members as well as friends. And I don't judge grown people who make grown choices. But when we're talking about these babies, we have to be very mindful about what they're being fed. Because if my niece comes to me and she say, auntie, I want to be a boy. And I'm like, God, chinky. Oh, because I was watching a show with Sasa and boys are very strong. They know how to shoot basketballs. They win when it comes to like tussling and little fights. And I'm like, well, it does, you don't have to be a boy for that. And I can explain these right. things to her that she may be confused about. But if she's telling me, I think that I am a boy, and she still feels that after she goes through puberty, I'm not going to label her insane. I'm going to listen to her, take heed, and support her. But we're talking about making children feel like they can make a choice of changing their genitals before they even go through puberty. Now, when it comes to people who choose to be gay or choose to be less... So that's what she said. And people are saying that she is transphobic but she did also follow that with a post saying that i'm about to start a heterosexual rights movement um y'all fight so hard to be respected and some of you not all get a kick out of bullying people for having an opinion damn she said option but i knew what you meant how they dress how that their hair and or makeup looks how much money they have etc there are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do the lgbtq plus will hear what they want to hear and take statements out of content i don't have to prove myself by reminding people that I have loved um, one of the LGBTQ community. When I speak, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm just speaking my truth, just like you all. Okay, so I don't think there's a need for the... What movement does she say? She, she, oh, she said anti-LGBT movement? Or what did she say? Anti-LGBTQ anti bullying. Bullying. Okay. I, okay, I guess the bullying part. Because sometimes it does... You know, I think we've talked about it on the podcast, mm -hmm. how sometimes um, the LGBT community, um, it seems like... You know, they don't, whenever something is said, it's it's one thing if you say something like anything hateful, you know, mm -hmm. towards the community. That's a different thing. Yeah. But it's another thing if, you know, people do say, oh, maybe they don't agree or they don't understand or whatever the case may be. That's not in 100% agreeing to the LGBT, LGBT community. It seems like it's a major problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I definitely do get that vibe. Now, do we need an anti-movement? No, we don't. It's not that deep to the anti-movement. Now, now listening to the whole clip, you know, with her saying, like, watch what kids are being fed. Um, I think that's with everything in general. You yeah, know? I think Besides, that's everything. You know, and we talk about cartoons and, you know, how there's so much sex with cartoons and not just with gay relationships, but straight relationships, too. A boy and a girl kissing is like, why is that? You know what why I mean? Why is that even in a child's why show? Is that, why is that so deep in a child's show? And, you know, kids, you know, girls fighting over boys and things like that. And cartoon, you know? Mm. So I think in general, you should definitely watch what you feed your kids. Um, but I definitely do agree with her when she says that um, we should allow kids to 
at least get past puberty or to be an adult to be able to make that full decision to say, okay, I do want to change my sex. Because, you know, even as human beings, and even there are cases as, of adults who have changed their sex and be like, I regret it. I wish that I, because I watch all this documentary stuff mm-hmm. and be like, I wish I didn't change my sex, you mm-hmm. know? So let alone a little child who makes that decision at a very young age where like, you know, a, a young mind is easily impressionable. Like, you know, whether it's sex or not or whatever the case may be, uh, we change our minds every day. You know, it could be our traumas. It could be our experiences. It could be, you know, what we see, what we go through. Things would change our mind to help develop ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. nature versus nurture. So I do think that allowing a, ch- a young child, because you see so many of it, um, even like on the Snapchat shows, they'd be like seven-year-old kids, six-year-old kids, like, oh, I see my mom um, doing makeup. I like makeup. I want to be a girl. And it's like, ain't nothing wrong with you liking makeup. Shit, you could be the best makeup artist. Like, right. you know what I mean? There's really nothing wrong with that. You know, there are mm-hmm. now so many male makeup artists, male stylists and stuff yeah. like that. But does it mean that, okay, immediately... All right, we're gonna put this child on Lifetime, and we're gonna put this child on hormones and pills, and watch the transition. Mm-hmm. Is that even a healthy process? Yeah, no. I mean, I say that um, I don't agree with children enhancing or getting surgery um, before a, a certain age, unless they have to. You know what I'm saying? Like surgery is just a lot on the body. Should nobody get surgery at a young age without having to or play with your hormones before you have all of them? You know, mm-hmm. like those are dangerous to the body. I think that, um, you know, one thing that people have to start doing is think outside of themselves when they make comments like this. Because mm-hmm. the real thing is like, I wonder how they got to this conversation. Because it's like, why are you making this comment? Whether it's a, a whatever, a, a cool opinion or whatever, why are you commenting on trans lives and trans kids you know with rizza he tends to talk about things like that and that's and yeah. he shouldn't be like, talking about know, that shit either and you know you're right he does say like you know especially like maybe with vaccines i do follow him too like vaccines are just like you know with social media and the government like you know they are trying to take away black masculinity yeah yeah hold up for sure <laughs> it's just that you know but he think he preaching black advanced thinking uh-huh. so i'll let him have that but so let's say that is the topic of the conversation. Like, okay, yes, it should you be know, our topic. And that, and this is the why thing. shouldn't it be there? Because topic? none of them are in that community. Okay, why are y'all so talking you're about stuff that's only not? People who are in that community can talk about openly. I feel like that to have like a oh, I think it should be because it's kind of like you know. I try to think about this. How do we feel as black people if we have two white people having a conversation about how black people handle Black Lives Matter? Mm -hmm. That should be irritating us, right? We'd be like, damn, how y'all going to speak on an experience that you don't understand, you've never felt? It's the same way. We have our thoughts. So that means... Because we, we talk about this a lot on the podcast. So is it that yeah. we shouldn't talk about it on the podcast we, at all? I feel like if we get the backlash, then, like, we, you know, you have to explain how you feel. Like, that's the thing. So you can say whatever you want, but when you get the backlash for it, you have to humble yourself and mm-hmm. explain what you meant. Right. You don't double right, right, down right, right, on right, right, something. Right. I, I can't nobody have an opinion because it's like, gee, your opinion offended the people who it was about. Of course. I get that part. I definitely do get that part. Yeah. And you like, know? Um, I, I don't think there were, maybe because I didn't listen to the whole thing as well. Um, besides Razor, he definitely talks as if, you know, it is his experience or he knows the full like, thing. But I think up. that, you know, again, you know, saying people should cannot make a comment or cannot, you know, say like, hey, I may not necessarily agree or whatever, you know. And I think it's still also still a little bit hard to fully compare the, the, the concept of, I get it when, you know, the concept of sexuality, it's, you know, 
you know, they say that it's not something, it's about, it's like, it's biology too, right? It's not something yeah. necessarily choose, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I guess that's in a way that that's how people compare it to race, right? Because you can't choose being black or white, mm. or whatever. But I think one cannot still hundred percent put it on the same level at the same I time. I can't in this case. I'm making it comparable because it is the it is the experience of your movement that mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like I don't speak on movements that do not impact me, right? You know, especially, and I don't speak on movements that do not impact me, like unless. I'm speaking positively on it publicly mm-hmm. like that because it's like y'all literally got on a live and sat here and was like, why people be, you know, why y'all influence? And I think the example she chose trivialized it. That's okay. what I think made it worse too, because it was like a trivial ex- example. I think that if she wanted to say, cause what she's saying is like valid, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think that we have to be careful about allowing kids to be the ones to tell you that they're going to change their genitals and hormones because yeah. they're not developed enough to even understand what they have yet Mm -hmm. that's a different conversation and being like man you know like y'all we got to stop exposing these kids like to stuff like that because if you see a boy on tv and you say he's strong you finna come to me like i want to be a boy that trivializes Mm -hmm. it because that that's not you know what i'm saying like it 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 it, it, it's not that simple you know what i mean okay so you're saying like things like that does not happen at all i'm not saying it don't happen and i think that there are people who like because I see the shows that you're talking about, right? Like, right. I see, like, if people be like, the kid is five, and they've said, oh, like, since he was, you know, he's played with dolls or whatever mm-hmm. bullshit they have constructed to say that this aligns to them being a woman, right? right? Which is like, it's just, they haven't had enough life for you to make that decision. decision. That's right. just what it is. You haven't even had enough life for us to say that this completely aligns. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it is as one, two, three, as she just made it seem. Right. Because she made it right, seem right, right, like... Right. They see a, a strong person on TV and they'd be like, damn, he's strong. I must want to be a boy too. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. I don't think it's that ABC. It takes a little bit more than it, that. It, I think it's a little bit more internalization. And and that's what trivialized the trans the movement. movement. Because that's it's like, you saying. have to understand that uh, that is a struggle internally for everyone involved, right? Oh yeah, definitely. For everyone involved. Like, even for you to be like, I mean, yeah, if you finish puberty and then you come to me, like, puberty is a long motherfucking time. Yeah. Puberty is like from nine to like 16. Yeah. You know how much turmoil y'all gonna go through in the house because you talking about, you can't know you a boy yet. Um, even puberty as a straight person, as a girl, as a boy, it, it, it is something that is not easy. You know what yeah. I mean? So I understand, let alone to have the conflict of deciding what is it that you want to be. Um, something I do want to bring up, because, you know, I saw the news a few days ago where they it was a store that they're going to get rid of, um, like, gender clothes, like boys and girls. So what do you think about that? Is that necessary? I could see how it's like maybe just have like age ranges of clothes because they do be you know i will say this sometimes you do be shopping in the boy girl section even my mm-hmm. mom would do it she'd be like is this for boys or for girls mm-hmm. and then you be looking like i think they put dinosaurs i think it's supposed to be for boys right and it do be like little trivial shit that's kind of yeah. like mm, i guess you know like it don't have to be that gendered right i think that yeah you can you can say this section is dresses this is skirts this yeah. is that without it being super gendered because there is like both have shirts and then maybe some shirt may have, like, a phrase. And it's like, damn, did we just attribute this as a boy phrase? I mean, of course, like, you know, heck, I've bought jogging pants in a men's section or a certain shirt in a men's section exactly. because I feel like I like the fit better. But I feel like to completely erase and say, oh, we want to get rid of 
oh boys or girls or whatever clothes it's like then it's like you're also making it seem like having boys or a girl session was a, a bad thing no nah, i don't think it was a bad thing i don't know I, I think in a way to me sometimes it does and i think to other people it does also come off that way you know i think that's what some of the things with the lgbt community is like yes speak up for your rights yes demand mm. to have to be acknowledged and to be given, you know, in different spaces and things, you know what I mean? How people should not trivialize your experiences, mm-hmm. which is true. People should not be criminalized or attacked. There should be no hate crimes against anyone for their decision concerning their gender, sex, orientation, whatever you want to describe it. Mm-hmm. However, I think sometimes it does feel like, does it mean we're not going to cancel heterosexuality or cancel anything no. that is like, oh, even Demi Lovato, she made some other stumps. I forgot what oh, comment she, she said, made too. Um, it was I just stupid because it, didn't, just it like, didn't make sense. She said gender reveals are transphobic. And, that don't make no exactly. sense. Exactly. And I was just like, okay, wow. Is, is they it, don't connect. That's is, why. Is, is like, it to that level? Does it have to get to that level where, you know, it's not like, oh, slavery. It's not like racism. It's like, okay, this is had bad history. So we're going to cancel it out every means we have. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's not like that. I think, so I think that's why, like, for me, it's just like, okay, you know, like, you know what I mean? I can't say that fully. That is like slavery? I can't say that. I mean, it's obviously not slavery, but I can't say that the genocide against trans people is not impactful in the trans community oh no 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 of you course, know? Of course. i think that this is the, I, I mean i don't today. i'm not, I'm not i don't want to just for listeners i don't want to put it like these are your views or mm-hmm. make it seem like whatever i mean these are my views. you know are like i don't want to um villainize your views or demonize mm-hmm. or make it seem like you hate trans people like yeah, you're not transphobic not. but um i'm just trying to like think like how would i feel if it was a if it was the things that I'm passionate about. And I'm not, and I think what you're not understanding is that I'm not against or opposed to anything that you're saying mm-hmm. at all. Like, I totally agree. Like, we've had this conversation many times on the podcast regarding, again, sex orientation, all of that. You know, we even talk about how it is in Africa and how the treatment of, you know, gay people is just not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, I am not for it at all. But I think for me, sometimes it does seem like. And I think you even have even said it where it's no, like but not sometimes... Where, but stuff like this is not where I've counted. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is not enough. Like, them erasing gender clothes doesn't impact the right. heterosexuality to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, whether y'all put the boys or girls, that's... If y'all feel better that there's no boy or girl clothes, whatever, at the end of the day, I'm, you still gonna go shop at whatever you right, want. Right, right, right. So I'm saying, like, is it is this strong to that level where, okay, now they say it should be at every store. So we're like, okay, we're gonna get rid of boys and girls things. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think that in the trans world, it is, right? Because mm-hmm. for them, it's like, what if you're easing into trans? What if, like, you're not even trying to have everybody know that you're a boy shopping right, for right, girl right, shit? Right, 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 And I think that's what it is. Like, by having these open-ass, this is specifically for women, it looks like a club you're not supposed to go into. Like, why okay. are you shopping in this section? And I think that's what it is. It's just that, like, shit that we don't care about because mm-hmm. it's like, why are you being so dip? It's like, for them, that is part of inching into something right like i'm trying to explore this part of my sexuality but i don't want everyone to look at me as this boy shopping in this section i see that, that, that and i think that totally makes sense and i, I think definitely see that's that. what it's trying to be so i'm just I, I get what you're saying because yeah. like like dumb shit like oh mr potato head doesn't need to be mr right right it's like right. that impacts nobody really for real like yeah in every like if you really think about it, it has no impact but i'm trying to think of like some of those things that don't impact me May impact, you know, the I mean, other of community. Of course, definitely. I mean, that's life. That's gonna be in every in every aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
our experiences are not going to be the same. And even if we are of the same race or of the same gender, not every person, not every person in the LG community has the same experience. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Even within that community, there are different communities and they how they are, other. you know, how they are, how they do discriminate within each other as yeah, well. You know what I mean? Sure. So totally, so totally not, um, so totally not against it. So of, of course my, I'm not against, uh, please don't, don't try. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't want, here. I'm not trying to label you. And I think you it's as okay like that, a, yeah. you know, we, and, and again, you're a teacher. So you have more experience with kids. I feel like, you know, and then we do come from different backgrounds doing mm. certain things, you know? So I think, yeah, you may have a different point of view or maybe a more open point of view or maybe a better experience with it than I have. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't think either of our points are wrong at mm. all. You know, I think everyone has a right to feel how they want to feel. I feel like as long as you are still respected people's ideas spaces um decisions regarding themselves and not creating or causing any harm Mm -hmm. yeah for sure like you know we've talked about how it like relates to um being called a woman and versus like you know the natural things that women have and like that trans woman yeah whatever you know what i'm saying it's like so it's not that i don't understand the erasure of Mm -hmm. um cisgendered people right i think that's the conversation right it's like damn so mugs can't even be cisgendered no more and And i don't even think it's possible where to a level where that would you know they could you know that would ever be erased because it's a global worldwide thing i don't think it could really be erased but it's it's just like okay you know but whatever it is what it is i think we've gone we've spoken enough about that Mm. um okay so let's talk about this now let's go back to white chaos white terrorism white people okay so basically a man a white man um he decided to just go to a spa an asian spa in atlanta and just basically shoot the woman um and what is his reason so basically eight dead in atlanta spa shooting with fears of it being anti-asian due to anti-asian biases um, a man, he went on a rampage at three spas in Atlanta area, and he has been charged with eight counts of murder in connection with their attacks. So eight women were definitely killed. Um, this happened last Wednesday. Um, I don't even know what to say because, you know, now it has caused like a big outrage and fear in the Asian American community. And now, obviously, even when covid started coming up you know when covid happened and then of course with our former president trump calling it the conflu disease and stuff um that has created more racial attacks towards um asians robert aaron long is a murderer and um this is part of the residuals of the trump administration definitely and it's really, I, I don't know. I think there is something to be said about how white people really be feeling like just because they don't like something, they're going to kill it. Yeah. Like that that's a real issue. Um, the way that hate crimes manifest themselves, especially in, in whiteness mm-hmm. and how like their first reaction in the hate crime is to erratic, like to completely just go on a killing spree because he didn't just go to one spot. He went, he went to, to multiple. Yeah. And it's like, How? How does a white how how do you even get out of one spot? Mm-hmm. And there's like white there's like white terrorism and the way that it gets to work and the way that they get to like maneuver when they have their acts of terrorism is a very scary fucking thing. Like to me, I I just cannot fathom how white people be walking around with full on assault rifles, killing people in one place, get to drive in their car, go do it again, drive in their car again, and do it again. And it's like then the 
and nobody. Po- po- the police didn't catch him after the first after the first round. Not one person. Like, I, I, it, it, no, this is is, is sad because now out of one out of three um, Asian Americans have been sub- subjected to racist laws and attacks and jokes since the pandemic happened, um, and then many people have actually just been attacked. You know, this is the Asian man walking down the street. Just, you know, he had assets thrown in him. A woman just being attacked. And it's simply because, you know, this is what we talk about, you know, with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is the same thing, too, right? People just literally being attacked because of their race. Because you think they're the one who brought COVID. Now, yes, obviously, um, racism against um, Asians have been around before COVID. So yeah. that's not the... It did not start racism against um asian americans but it just definitely increased it, it. definitely it took says a spike. anti-asian hate crimes are up um 1900 that is pretty high 1900 damn yeah that, that, that like? yeah that that is pretty high and that's and that is scary that's super scary you know how and i have seen videos of people on a, like asian people on a bus or a train and they're like oh you fucking asian you brought covid and they're punched in the face i don't like i'm telling you i cannot understand bigotry it it's like a mental disability to me like it is like it on is. some real shit like the way they used to classify homophobia as a mental disorder i think that bigotry and racism really needs to be classified yeah as a mental disorder because like gee how does it how does something pepper you to that point it's it pepper you inside to that point that you have to hurt somebody else that like i'm gonna attack you I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to kill you. Like, like, gee, I can't imagine. No, it is a mental disease. That's, that's now. They, yeah, like, yeah. that that much rage. Because, like I, like, I can't even fight unless I'm mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't understand how you have that much rage. You just you just start spazzing on people. That's crazy to me. And then just even how the media handled it. That's another thing again. That's another thing I really just want to talk about, you know. Because, you know, they're making it seem like, oh, just this young poor boy. You know, not calling him a white terrorist, which is what he really is. Not putting his name out there as when they should have, you know. And then I think this would take us to the Lodo of the week. But then they said that how black people can support the Asian community. They got to cut, like, they, again, They the media has to cut it out. They have to stop acting like white people are not involved in their bullshit. Talk to yourselves. Make it apparent. Make it, find the trend. Say that there is a trend in gun violence. There is a trend in terrorism against, against our own officials. Mm-hmm. There is a trend in hate crimes in white America. It is always the same profile. The way they try to profile us, like, oh, black kid, baggy jeans, whatever bullshit, I can give you the profile of a shooter. White kid from the country between 20 and 25. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Girl, 20 and 25, they be 16 to 25. At this, this point. It starts from high school. They're the one who, they do the mass shootings. I met a kid the other day. He 14G. He scared me a little bit because he talking about, oh, I want to be in the army or I want to be a cop or whatever. And he was, he's like really adamant about wanting to be in the army or wanting to be a cop, but that's not what scares me. He tell me, he was showing me pictures of like these guns that him and his friends like play with. And evidently they go to some field and play with them like it's a, a live call of duty or what some you shit. This child up? He's at the child care center I be working at. I be seeing all type of kids, man. How old is he? He like 14, 15. And he black? No, he Mexican. Damn. 
And that's how it starts. But that's how it starts, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kid that two in two years, if he if he feel like it, he just going to start. I know how to use a gun. Like, he was literally trying to talk to me about, like, yeah, look, what are you telling me? He said, yeah, when you shoot, you just got to learn to breathe because when you breathe, the gun becomes part of you. I swear to God, this little 15-year-old boy was telling me this. And it's like, why, do you, why are you so comfortable with guns? At 15, you this comfortable with guns. For what reason? What era are we growing up with that 15-year-olds need to be comfortable with guns? I mean, to, to even just to describe it that way, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing, let's say, oh, he's from a military family and his dad is... He like, is. He's, oh, he's from a military family. He is family. from a military family. Okay, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. It to me, though. It's like... To the level in which he described it, I think it's definitely crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want to learn how to I shoot a gun. I want to learn how to shoot, you know yeah. And um, I have actually thought about owning a gun. So I'm not against owning a gun. But, of course, those gun safety control laws definitely have to be implemented. Because, obviously, people can access guns just ridiculously. Kids, literally, this 15, 14-year-old white kids can literally go to a gun fair and buy a gun without yeah. them looking for looking at their ID, without them doing any mental health check. You know, those checks, those things that should be, you know, checked out to see. You know, even when you apply for a driver's license, can you fully drive? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take this test. Um, what's your vision? You know what I mean? Things like that. It's like things like that needs to be implemented. We're trying to get a gun because it's, it's a weapon at the end of the day. And I feel like there's people don't need more than a handgun. If we're gonna keep this concealing carry, people don't need more than no. Handgun. It's like why? All why do semi, all this rifles? automatic rifle shit? It needs to go. It should not be on the common ground. It, it really shouldn't. And that's how you even see all these cases where kids end up shooting themselves or shooting their friends because they the gun was just it's just so you know available like the in the house. That happened in Park Manor. Um, you know, for those of you that aren't from Chicago, last weekend in um the kind of like the South Shore area there was a shooting where 15 people were killed at a party. And the way that the people described the um, shooting was that it was just like some young kids who got into a fight at a party and they one of them, you know, brought out a gun. And from hearing that, that little ass thing turned into 15 people dead, to me, it, it just told me that somebody had a gun that they didn't know how to use. Mm. And it's just like, and, and it be kids. It really is like all these carjackings that's been going on, people stealing cars, this, that, and the other. These are 15, 16-year-olds. People just be trigger happy. It's like, we got to look. And that's what I'm saying. Like People be worried about the wrong shit. We talking about what kids watch on TV. Like, kids are getting guns. They're not watching TV. That's the gag. These kids don't even watch TV. They be on YouTube. Like, mm, <laughs> that's mm, where we need mm, to. Mm, they be on mm. YouTube and they they be buying guns and they watch video. They do a lot more. Like, they don't even watch the shit that we're trying to regulate on TV. Mm-mm. That's sad. Um, but even just real quick, back to the case that we're talking about, because I'm looking things up, and there is, they said that, um, you know, um, the kid, the twenty, he's a 21-year-old kid. Can you imagine? The shooter. 21. 21-year-old man. Right, man. Um, he was taken into custody with care and respect by the police, which we see in most a lot of these cases. Right? When it was a white person, it's not like they're, they're not holding him down. You know, their knees are not on their necks. You know, they're not, nothing. It's like, like, oh, okay, take, you know, take, you know, with care and respect, just gent- gentleness. Um, and, ah, man, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's, it's baffling. They were like, he was taken into custody by the police after a long manhunt and car chase. Really? So it had to be a long manhunt and car chase. Yet, after all of this, the police reports that he was taken in without incidents. We're done. <sighs> but um this does lead us into our allure yeah. of the day. 
Um, so you guys, as we just said, a lot of this stuff has been happening with all of this this nonsense with them being shot and how they handle them. So we got to talk about, we have to talk about the people that enable these shooters. So before we get into that, let's do what we do best. Analodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, goofass. So the Olodo of the week this week is police officer Joseph Baker. He is the Olodo of the week. He's captain. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Captain. Captain, it's like Sheriff Captain Jay Baker. They mm-hmm. call him Jay, but his name is Joseph. Sheriff Captain Jay Baker. Um, Sheriff Captain Jay Baker is because he's the Olodo because he did what white people do best: make excuses for themselves. Yes. Trivialize what's going on. Um, I'm about to play y'all a clip from the press conference that Sheriff Captain Jay Baker mm-hmm. had post this um shooting. After Captain Jay Baker said this about the accused murderer. He understood um, the gravity of it, and he was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope, and, um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Captain Baker's attempt to he describe was what long... So he was fed up and had a bad day, and he was like, you know what, I'm having such a fucking bad day. I'm going to go kill me some motherfuckers. I'm just going to go kill some Asians. Like, to even just... Create that as an, as an excuse to make it seem like it's unclear, or, or you know, when it was an apparent attack on Asians, like you literally seeked out Asian spas because Asian spas they be having their certain names that you know this is an Asian spa. Gee, they tried to say it was a sex fetish they as sure to did. why he killed Asian women. They really tried to say my man was outside, like. I had a bad day, and then, like, <laughs> like, no, G, like, no. Like, it, it's really ridiculous. So all of us should just start killing people because, obviously, we, we literally just said it was a long week, you know what I'm saying, things were a little bit tough. Like, people have bad days on the regular. So now everyone who has the bad days should just, should just shoot. I guess that's what they saying. I can go on a rampage because I had a bad day. I ain't mad. And I think they did say that they saw, I think I saw so on social media that they saw on the Captain Jay Baker's on his social media. He does have some anti-Asian, you know, things posted on there as well. So obviously, obviously, you know, you have to be a racist to just say he was just fed up because it's like, what kind of excuse is that? Fed up of, fed up of what? You're 21. What are you fed up of? It's like, what is, what is that? That you went to get guns, rifles. What's, what is feeding you up that you went to go and kill these people? What's that got to do with you being fed up? Why ain't you kill people in your house if you're so fed up? Why you ain't kill yourself if you that damn fed up? Exactly. But you went to a targeted place. Three. A place of work. Three. You know, with a certain community to kill them. Oh, he he was just he, he young, said, he's tired. He know what he did wrong. That's how he even started it. Yeah. He, 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 he a young kid. He's you sorry. Know. You know, he, he young. He know he messed up. Yep, yep. You are not talking to... To Beaver Cleaver and all them little badass kids. He did not throw eggs at the neighbor's house. This is not a, a high school prank. This is a murder, a genocide of Asian people. That just cannot, you can't bring them back to life. You cannot. Women. Yeah. Six women. I saw one, it was a single mother of two, um, and she was one of the people who were killed. And, mm. you know, it's basically her and her two kids. They don't have any other family or relatives in the United States. 
So just imagine what would happen to those two young boys. Where would they go? Would they not be put in foster care? Would they be deported? What 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 is their story? What is their life gonna be? You know, you know, this are eight lives, eight families, eight generations that you've kind of you have ruined just because you had a bad day. And I will add also to add like a um, perspective of immigration because you know not to be prejudiced, but I think some of those people are immigrants. You know, yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. lot of them were immigrants, and some of them were still working on getting their papers and working doing that, and like. It's just very, very hard to be in a country that promises you all these things and have to put in the work to get it but not have access to it. Mm -hmm. Because only God knows how deep into the system they really were. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many jobs and communities that, like, hire people under the table. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, who really knows... The, the the gravity of devastation mm. that was really put onto these people. Of course. It, it really is a very sad and tragic thing. And I just cannot believe. Well, I can't believe, but it's just, here we are again, watching white terrorism take over the world. And it's like it happens, you know, it's like each time it happens, it is still shocking and surprising. Like, obviously, you know, this is nothing new, but it's still shocking and surprising. Like, wait, this, this, is, this literally just happened. And it's still shocking and surprising that this, unfortunately, is going to happen again. Damn. Even with the way the media is treating it. You know, they don't want to call it what it is. White terrorism. Like, white people can't be terrorists. Like, no, no. they just think it's Arabians Those and, you know, foreigners. Terrorists. Exactly. They think they're the only, you know, that's that's what they identify yeah. as, ter- as terrorists. You know, foreigners and Africans and Arabians and Mexicans. And, you know, you're immigrants and, you, you know, you're not supposed to be here. I told y'all, when when them white people lost the Civil War, you should have cleared them niggas and told them go back to London since they hate America okay. so much. Okay. Should have cleared Go to the all UK. Of that. Go where you... Go to Oxford now. Since you love the white folk, you better go, go there since you don't want to be in go America. Back to, go back to your queen, okay? Exactly. Go serve her. Instead, like idiots, you let a bunch of treasonous bastards stay in the country. Oh, man. It's it's quite sad, and my heart goes out to them. Yeah, rest in peace, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely rest in peace. Rest in peace. And, you know, let's stop Asian hate, stop Asian crimes. Um, and I think this takes us to our next segment, which is Cure for the Culture. Nice. And our Cure for the Culture is, um, his name is Daniel Dakin. He's an um, actor. He's a well-known uh, Asian-American actor here. He grew up, he's Korean, but also grew up in New York, mm-hmm. um, where he did go to school. And he's on a couple of popular st- uh, shows. Let me see what he shows. He looks very familiar. I can't place him. But oh, I yeah. Like, he, he's so he's so fine. He is such a handsome man. <laughs> That's what you went to. He's so fine. He's a good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. He, he's a nice-looking man. If I was to date an Asian man, it would be that right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know he was on um, Hawaii Five O. Um, he was on Lost as well. Um, but basically, he is care for the culture. Um, we're gonna play a clip as to why he's care for the culture because he pretty much spoke up for the culture, for the Asian American culture, Pacific Island culture, as to why their lives also do matter. Yeah. So he was giving. Um, he was standing in front of Congress trying to propose mm-hmm. the hate uh, crime bill because this hate crime shit is getting out of control. So I am gonna play a little bit of that. Murdered. Noel Quintana face slashed with a blade from ear to ear. An 89-year-old woman set on fire. 
Tadataka Ono, a professional jazz pianist beaten so badly he can no longer play piano. And now seven Asian people shot dead in Georgia two days ago, six of whom were women. These are only a few of the 3,800 reported incidents since last March. I was speaking to a pollster during the recent elections, and I asked him why, when I see polling results broken down by race, do I so rarely see Asian Americans as a separate category? He heard my question, he looked me dead in the eye, and he said, because Asian Americans are considered statistically insignificant. Mm. Statistically insignificant. Now, all of you listening to me here by virtue of your own elections are more familiar with the intricacies of polling than I am. So undoubtedly, you already know what this means. Statistically insignificant literally means we don't matter. That's just unfortunate. Mm. And, and I agree with um, how he says that Asians are portrayed because it's like, um, if you listen more, which you all can find more of the clip, he goes on to talk about how it's almost a facade that we are still labeled the, um, the model, model minorities. Which I'm like, damn, that is what I was taught in sociology. Like, yeah. 101, I remember that being like... It shows it's a myth. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that it, it it's time... I am, as unfortunate as all of this is, I am happy that Asian Americans are getting a little bit of time to express what has been going yeah. on in the community. Um, because if you do have Asian American friends, they talk about these things. They talk about um, the their history in America and the things that they, they have did. A long and the mystery, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of different racial groups in America that, you know, quiet as kept. Yeah, they weren't taken from their country and, you know, forced into slavery, but they have a story. They have a story oh, of yeah. degradation. Yeah. Um, and we all have the same story, right? Where at the end of the day, we were all victimized by white power. I was just going to say that, yeah, it's, I didn't think we were all fighting the, the same fight. We literally all fighting the same fight it's it's quite sad um but i'm happy that it's unfortunate that they're having they're you know they're in the media and the spotlight due to this incident um but it is needed you know what i mean because to even say that it shows that yeah they don't consider them to matter because now think about still think about the media too think about the shows think about music what's in pop culture you don't really you don't at least in Western pop culture, you rarely see Asians. Like Daniel, he is one of the top and one of the only Asians that you really see, you know, mm-hmm. and, and on TV shows. And if so, it's like you the same characters. They either play the some samurai shit Lou. or some yeah, it's very much yeah. those are the only two that I could say mm-hmm. okay, I can name out of the top of my head. And you don't really see many of them at all like that. So it is quite unfortunate. And um I hope this will be able to bring all the minority groups together as well, you know, because yeah. this is against white supremacy, white terrorism, uh, racism, hate crimes, all of that in general, and that we just cannot be quiet. We can't, um, you know, look away. This is not a moment yeah. to do this because this it's just now we're crying back to back. We just did, you know, the Black Lives Matter stuff the whole of last year. You know That's what I'm, what I'm saying? It's like, damn, so we finna have... And it's all the same enemy. We are all fighting white supremacy and white terrorism. It all goes back to that. It all goes back to how whiteness is weaponized and just used in this country. It is, it's, it's, it's scary. It's it very really scary. scary. It really is. It's scary. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, do you have a quote for the day? Oh, I'm not putting you on the I'll, spot. Okay. 
Um, here is my quote for the day. Um, my quote for the day is all I want to say is that they don't really care about us. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's Michael Jackson, right? That's Michael Jackson. For real. It, no, that matters. Yep. Yeah, I'm for it. And also, uh, before we end the podcast, again, if you like to sponsor an episode or advertise any of your business, please um, contact us on social media at Cross X Cultured Podcast or individually at Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. Or at Damn I'm Fine, at D-A-M underscore I'm Fine. Yeah, so remember, we do have a broad um, base of listeners. Um, you know, we're also like a global podcast, too. You know yes, what I mean? we are. So if you want to your, your, your business out there, hit us up. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And for the quote for the day. Oh, damn. I said quote. Co- I'm sorry, not quote for the day. I'm s- no, wait, quote for the day. You had the word of the day. I'm sorry. Oh, was that you? That's why I was saying uh, a I'm quote. Sorry, G. I missed. I missed. Damn, I would have gave a word if it was a word. My the word of the day. I mean, you said give a quote. That's how I was you like. Have known what I meant. Uh, how was Please, I supposed my head to know is all that? Over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'll add to your quote. I asked because I did have okay. my quote. Too. Okay. Every time we turn our heads the other way, when we see the floor flouted. When we tolerate what we know to be wrong, when we close our eyes and ears to the corrupt because we are too busy or too frightened or don't care, when we fail to speak up and fail to speak out, we strike a blow against freedom, decency, justice, and love. So you guys, let's just continue to speak up for each other. Post on your social media pages. I also just want to quickly mention a way to um, help with this things going on. What you could do from here is share on your social media um, stories or your pages about what's going on. Call your legislators and ask what they're doing to support the Asian American um, Pacific Island community. Check in on your Asian American Pacific Island friends and family. Support your local the local businesses. Um, order takeout from your local Asian food restaurants. Most of all, just do not be silent. And this is Cross Cultured.